We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Jack Ramsey's postgame show. I'm your co-host, Danny Morang, joined as always by Brandon Sprague, or in this case, the framing of Brandon Sprague's head as he's uh, slowly getting involved here. <laughs> uh, speaking of slowly getting involved, the uh, the Portland Trailblazers fall tonight 124-121. Connor Strong already with the first uh, observation of the night here in the comments. Uh, CJ looked like the leader tonight. Uh, CJ did lead Everybody out there for the Portland Trailblazers. He was uh, I, 14 and 24, 34 points. Not a bad night. Yeah. Let, I mean, screw it. Let's, 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 let's call that, I guess, let's just call that the takeaway tonight because he was, he was incredible. Uh, 14 and 24. He gets six of 11 from three, 34 points, five assists, six rebounds, three steals. Uh, not a very, um, Normal CJ Knight in the sense of uh, absolutely just shotgunning the uh, the scoreboard, the box score. He was fantastic, Sprague. Uh, I believe he started two for six on the night, or even two for seven. He looked a little off to start the game, but 34, five, and six, man. That's that's a hell of a stat line to kind of give him his his praise, but also at the same time go, you got that from CJ and you still needed a near miracle to fall short. That's a, that's a tough pill to swallow. I actually think a lot of their stats are really inflated and I don't think they represent what the game was tonight. Uh, Do you, you think know, that's true I, for I CJ? We talked about, uh, yes and no. Okay. I thought he was, I thought he was kind of pretty out of it the whole first half. Um it wasn't really wowed by anything he did. He turned it on for sure. I mean, he without him, they have no chance of coming back. He was they're not in the out game. The second half, no, no. But I think you could say that about Cody Zeller. I think you could say that about Nazir Little. I think you could say that about Anthony Simons. Like they had, they had little runs by those guys tonight to be able to this point. They had some very fortunate things kind of go their way. De'Aaron Fox's shoe comes off. It bounces off the ball. Tyrese Halliburton, a pretty solid ball handler, fumbling the ball on an inbounds pass. Like those things just don't happen. And so I, I, I don't know. I, at the end, I know I sound kind of pessimistic, but man, I, I, I was really disappointed with that effort tonight. Uh, I would say 85% of that game was absolutely horrific. And if that's the basketball they're going to play, they're going to expect to be on the losing end of a lot of things. 
we can talk about the positives, a couple I just named there, but I, I'm not really looking at a lot of stat lines tonight going, oh my God, he was, he was great. I, I mean, he was, he was good kind of shooting the ball out at the end, but uh, they did not play solid defense. Their offense was um, very stale. Their, their second unit was better than their starting unit for most of this yeah. game. So I don't know. We can dive into a whole bunch, a bunch of things. I just, I'm not looking at stat lines tonight. I thought it was misleading. I, I was pretty disappointed with the stat yeah, lines tonight. We'll kind of roll back into the stat lines. I'm thinking to go kind of grand scheme thing. First of all, welcome everybody in here. Jabaspi, Brew Jones, Musa, Nibble, Sam, Justin, Eric. A lot of familiar faces, a lot of new ones in here. Thank you guys so, so very much. If you haven't already, please subscribe here on the YouTube channel. If you haven't as well, as well subscribe to the podcast. We're available wherever you get your podcast. Just search Jack Ramsey's. And if you got the time, go ahead and leave us a review. Uh, kind of diving into the overall scheme, I think you can divorce the fourth quarter from the other three quarters. I think you can really divorce the first half. The first half was a dumpster fire. Uh, yeah, they had uh, double-digit turnovers. They had double-digit fouls. They were sloppy. They were. They looked very much not not even like shades of preseason, but carried over directly from the preseason. Um, it was it was ugly. Uh, then they came out in the beginning of the third, and it looked a lot of the same. But they tightened up their ball control. They had ten turnovers at the half. They finished with twelve. So they, there was a they they, they tight thirteen. Well, it doesn't matter. You well, they, they depending on which when 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 I looked at the box score a few minutes ago, they they finished with twelve. They may have had one last one there. Yeah. Um, but overall, the first half was a dumpster fire. It looked very much like the preseason. Uh, guys were just lost uh, on multiple ends, particularly the starters, which. You're talking about this offense and doing this, and it's going to be that. They looked like crap. The starting unit looked very bad, particularly in the first quarter. Uh, they were, Thankfully, the Kings were not hitting their open threes in the first quarter. Otherwise, they would have gotten snowballed and buried. Push forward a little bit in the first quarter. That bench unit comes in, and the energy is there. Cody Zeller, Larry Nance Jr., Anthony Simons, Nasir Little. They looked like they gave slightly more dams. Um, they played hard, man. They I, did. I, that, that was my big takeaway from the first half, despite what they were, what they were down. It was Cody Zeller, Anthony Simons, Nazir Little, three dudes that got some minutes and said, "I give a damn. I'm playing hard." Mm -hmm. And you know, it, it was kind of reminiscent the start of this game to the Phoenix preseason game, where it just kind of felt like Sacramento missed a lot of shots, and if he didn't, that that lead could have been more than just one. And it, I still am kind of baffled by that that first half by that unit. I to see those second yeah. unit guys come off the bench and play as hard as they did. Um, sometimes effort is good enough, and I thought you saw the difference between settling for bad shots, um, not much ball movement, as you documented on Twitter. One pass shot, one pass shot. The first five possessions were ugly, and they were. Yeah. It it wasn't like oh it's that Stotts ball it was that's preseason ball, yeah that, that's what I saw a ton of I was like that's rat ball right there that doesn't look very good, you know to to kind of defend your your stance here I I don't know what the role it played, but if you were someone that was a career coach and you said you're sitting on my couch with me saying Sprague, they look like a team that didn't play a serious game one time in the preseason and this is their first time doing yeah. it. I, I I wouldn't really argue at that point. Maybe that's the maybe that's the one area of preseason that matters is having a game where you give a damn in the half because they just they look lethargic and it was encouraging to see Ant. I thought Ant should have gotten more minutes. Um 
Yeah. Nas, uh, Nasir Little had a nice run, and Cody Zeller was just kind of Mr. Blazer tonight for everybody. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. So, a couple things. One, thank you all for coming in. We're falling over 110 people pouring in here right now. I'm assuming that's probably why Sprague's internet's just going a little sideways right now. I'm going to blame it on that right now. Uh, a, f- a few people have already noted that the Park Rose internet is not hanging on very well. <laughs> if, it, if it keeps acting up, I'll just go to my living room or something. I don't you're know you're buzzing just a little bit. I think we're going to be okay. We're, we'll we'll kind of get on a ton or uh, get a ton here done here real quick. Um, I've seen some trade dame for Ben. Yeah. Let's go ahead and hang that up. Um, the, I, I will end it. Priest says that if the refs kind of pals three from way earlier in the game, we would have won. Okay, side note, I didn't know, nobody knew, and if you, if you knew you're a psychopath that they could remove a shot entirely, I knew that they could re- take it a, a three to a two or a two to a three. I did okay. not know that they could remove it. That's a new thing. De- define, okay, are you talking about the norm when he yeah. stepped on the foot and got mm-hmm. him? I didn't know they could do that either. I, I There were two things I was confused about tonight, <laughs> and I know we'll get to some other things. Yeah. That was very confusing to me, and it really wasn't yeah. ex- Blamed on the broadcast. It's just like, oh yeah, by the way, it's gone. Right. It just disappeared. It's like, wait, 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 what happened here? It was a glitch. Um, and then the, the review. I was anybody else confused by the review? The foul stood. Oh, the no it was shot, unsuccessful, review successful was review. The, yeah. It was an unsuccessful because the challenge was the continuation, but they said no shot, but there's a foul. I don't know. I was kind of confused by yeah, that. Yeah, so I, it, that didn't make any sense. It was it was a little crazy. Um, 
getting back to let, let's let's talk grand scheme uh, rotation wise. Nasir Little is the first guy off the bench. Yeah, uh, I, I was a me. I was a little bit surprised considering number one, uh, Nas is on a minutes restriction. Number two, he hasn't really played, uh, and I yeah. thought Ant played well. Uh, Nas comes in, and I thought his box score he finishes three of five. Um, nothing nothing crazy, um, but energy wise, he did what needed to be done. Obviously, he had that one possession where, you know, he he gets up, probes the defense. Kicks it back out, resets, gets the offensive rebound, relocates to the opposite corner, gets able, able to catch and shoot, knock down that three. That kind of personified the evening for him as far as being an energy and hustle guy. But we, we've noted already a couple times the starters didn't have any any vibes. They were they were vibeless. They, it was flat, flat, flat. It was it was ugly in that regard. But Nas came in, he brought that first little bit of oomph. Then Cody Zeller got on the floor. He brought a lot of 40-year-old dads right now are pumping their chest, man. Cody Zeller is, uh, let me see, a grinder, a real high IQ, a real coaches guy. Uh, how many more Jim white guy? Rat. Yeah, Jim Rat. How many more white guy euphemisms I can throw in there? But he, he. I mean, shout out Estacada. You know they were going crazy for him. Oh, they were losing their mind for him. Good <laughs> lord! When they go play in the Thunder and OKC, that crowd is gonna be like, "Wow, we need a Cody Zeller here." Uh, <laughs> hey, but, it's one of us. <laughs> but I also thought he did do some things. Um, the, yeah, the, he did. The, the dunk the was fantastic. That listen, that's that that might be it. Eric Peterson, Cody Prisbilla. That's that's pretty that's, good. Let's, Let's wait a little while, but it really was reminiscent of what the Vanilla Gorilla did back in the yeah. day, was it not? Yeah, dunk, hustle, mean mug a little bit, get physical, yeah. extra tips. Not a ton of the box pour, but every time he was on the floor, you're like, yeah, no, you knew he was out there. Can, can I just – that's that's kind of my point, though. Like, you are you just made my point. Yeah. And this is – look, CJ played well in the second half. He was awful in the first half. It's okay to the say – The first quarter, he the, the whole starting lineup was bad. It was embarrassing, yeah. and that's your second highest paid player. There are expectations to this stuff, man. It's not just well, you got two good players. You just made my point. The box score of of Zeller and Little to me don't represent what they did the when impact. they did it. Yeah, and I think like you you brought up Nurkic. Nurkic's box score is the most misleading box score you're going to see in that box score tonight because to me <laughs> he. he he wasn't he wasn't impactful enough and he was impactful when it was too little too late yeah so to me it I don't look at the box score for these games these games are, are really sometimes judged off feel and I'm really going off that tonight and Zeller little I and I'd have to pull up how many minutes ant play but I kept saying like play this kid man this this kid is aggressive he seems confident he's making good decisions he had a clean pass to Zeller in the paint. He the was, little you know, little he over make every shot. I want to touch on was, Nurk he real was quick. Shooting it. He wasn't afraid. I want to touch on Nurk real quick. And we'll swing back. Yeah. Um, Nibble kind of hits on this. Fourteen rebounds against a tiny team are less impressive. So Nurk fin- his stat line at the end: twenty fourteen and two, six of ten from the field. Knocked down his free throws. The thing is, most of that came in the fourth quarter, which you want your guy to be out there in winning time, but part of the reason why you're lagging behind is because one of your big three, alongside Dame, is choking. He he, he had flip shots. He was gambling, taking cheap ticky-tack fouls, and it was not great. And you kind of go, ah. but 
if you look back at the end of the night, the final five minutes, he was there. He made the impact plays. He walled off against Fox. Didn't let. I don't know what Luke Walton was thinking. I don't know what the Kings were thinking. Nobody ever does. That's their the offense, Kings, man. <laughs> their offense was clicking all night. They had a little bit of a lead with five minutes to go, and they just stood and watched Aaron Fox straight line drive into Yusuf Nurkic over and over and over. And I was make like one you're not getting the one foul pass. Call here. Make yeah. one pass. One pass and you're going to have an open shot. What are the you doing? Odds, Danny, the odds are that Harrison Barnes was open at least 14 times in that last five minutes from three because, you know, what was Good the point Lord. of defending him tonight? Well, they didn't. I mean, That's, That was the thing is they didn't defend him. Uh, this is this is tough, man, because this is a game – you got to win this game. Your schedule's not easy. And I'm not saying they won't play better or they won't improve in certain areas. I, I would expect a better game. Uh, as my thing says, my connection is unstable right now. So I'm sorry if I cut out. Yeah. But um, I, I just, you play this way, man, and you're going to get beat more often than you are going to get the win. So I just, I, I wasn't very encouraged tonight. There were some positives. I won't refute that, but. The, I don't, the positives do not weigh what we saw for that first half and, and even into that third quarter. All right, let's talk about Anthony Simons. Uh, you know I, I can never wait to do this. Uh, he was one of the, the, the last guys to come off the bench. And uh, let me let me double check that I've got everything right here. So he finished eleven four and two. He did get the second nod there. Uh, I have it eleven four uh, four. Uh, excuse me, eleven and two and one. Um, he was effective, man. He he was just getting it done. He the. The running skyhook to start the night off wow. that had me go, that's certainly something new in the bag. Um, I, I told my, I said, I said out loud all by myself, I said, Danny's grabbing the lotion on that one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Six, five, Anthony brought, Simon. Brought to you by Luberter. <laughs> <laughs> Johnson's and Johnson's. Oh, man, it was just, um, he did most of his works break in the paint tonight. Not only yeah. shooting, but creating. He got a couple hockey assists. He just picked his points and just right on time. Uh, obviously, he absolutely yammed as well. Uh, we, we, we got what I think we wanted out of Anthony Simons tonight. Uh, one of the things that I kept kind of hammering on in the offseason, listen, you get 12-4 and four from Ant night in, night out. Sprague, he came in later than everybody else, and then he basically ran 12 minutes, 13 minutes straight. He he played the last, I think, two minutes of the first quarter, and he didn't come out until about a minute 30 to go in the second. So yeah, he basically no. played a, a whole quarter. Yeah, and he, I still wanted him more. And, that, and I think that's that's the biggest compliment you can give him and, and the most confidence I think you can say you, you put into him is saying, hey, man, look, you you got a lot out of him you probably could have got more out of him. Maybe you take a look at, at expanding that role just a little bit more. Let's talk about the, 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 the ugly side of this. Um, the Blazers have a guy in a, uh, in a Damian Lillard Sprague who um, not great tonight. No, he had an off night. Uh, 0 for 9 for 3. 8 of 24, 0 for 9, 20, 11 and 6. You, again, you look at the box score. Pretty damn decent box score. Um, the shooting I mean, percentages. It's not bad at all, but didn't uh, you just didn't you did not feel the the normal Lillard impact? You know what I mean? Like yeah. the numbers look fine. That actually looks like a good line. If Until I you look at the shooting splits, game, and then you look at the splits, and then you if you watch the game, like there just wasn't you just didn't feel an impact from him, and that doesn't normally happen. No, and I thought uh, 
I thought Lillard did a great job in in one respect in that early on when their offense was broken, when he came back with that second unit, he got into a little bit more pick and roll, which is where we got the Cody Zeller dunk. Uh, yep. You started to see, oh, hey, this whole egalitarian thing, that's great and all, but let's butter the, you know, what what has buttered this bread has been Damian Lillard pick and roll. Let's let's establish that. I, I likened it on Twitter to establishing the run. Let's 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 establish the run. You know, hey, even if you know it's coming, nobody has really been great at stopping this. So let's yeah. let's get downhill with that, and then let's see where things go from that. And I found it at least a little bit funny that the Blazers' offense got on track when they did two things: they featured Damian Lillard pick and roll, and CJ got going in isolation. <laughs> it was kind of like, oh, we're falling where back we, on that already. Where, where have we where have we seen that before? <laughs> I, I I text the homie Richmond and I said, hey, thoughts. And all he said was, uh, what did he say? It's, um, oh man, what? I gotta read this text. Hold on, give me a second. Oh no, it's it, it's our show. So we can he said it. he said they stink in a very familiar way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. And so it's one of those situations where they they kind of fell back on some familiar habits. I think you're going to see this. Um, let's let's talk again grand scheme overall um, because this is what I think um, people are going to want to have questions about the defense, the defense, the defense. What did you see tonight, good, bad, or otherwise that that you were like, okay, I, I can see something here. I didn't see enough of what I needed to see here. What, what what's Sprague ten thousand foot view uh, of the defense overall? You know, I, I will commend them on, on this, at least, like defensively late in that game. And you, you kind of already hit on this, so I don't know how much credit they get. Sacramento couldn't get anything going those last five minutes. They they damn near handed that game to Portland. And look, I, I, I'll give them credit because they were turnovers and missed shots. But I, I still, I, I got to see more defensively. You can't, you can't just take the last five minutes and ignore yeah. everything prior to that. They, they were... At times, they looked worse than they did last year at times. Like, it was amazing that Harrison Barnes, of of his seven threes, I think four of them, he had at least six feet of space. I mean, I just, you had maybe more than that. You had guys that weren't even near him. And I'm just, what are we doing? You had you got back to your old preseason habits, a couple up fakes, one dribble in, smooth shot for the Kings. It's like. They just they 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 you said it. They fell back into old habits, and and that's what I I want to go to is, I just don't know if if their habits so much as they just are who they are. You know what I mean? Like how how many times are you gonna call something a habit for a guy who's played in the league for ten years, a guy who's played in the league for nine years, a guy who's been in this system for five years five and a half six years whatever the hell it is i don't know how much how many times you can call that habits more so just saying that's kind of who that's they who they are, are. yeah and i think that's kind of a bigger scheme uh of, of what we kind of have, have talked about really this whole preseason is how much of this can you really change in guys who are 30 years old you're, you're not talking about 22 23 24 year old guys and develop you know changing habits it's, it's not a team full of nasir littles and anthony simons it's, it's a bunch of 27 30 31 year olds it's it's a big difference uh pre-game we talked about like it love it leave it um you ready showtime on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy let's do it later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions yes 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Where where did you end up on your, your love it, like it, leave it uh, scale? Uh, my love it did not come through my like it, uh, probably turned into my love it. Cause I, <laughs> I loved what I saw from Anthony Simons tonight yep. and my, my, my leave it was exactly what my leave it was. It was their defense. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, it's a huge thing that let them out tonight. So, uh, but the leave it did and the like it did. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think we both came out on our on our likeets as far as um, getting what we wanted to see out of out of the young guys. You took Ant, yeah. I had Nasir Little. We both kind of landed on the same one defensively. Uh, what did we not want to see? Well, defensively, we saw. The, the, I think the frustrating thing for me defensively is not that things are broken; it's that the same mistakes were being made. And I'm, I'm not talking about the same mistakes of the past era. I'm talking about leaving the same guy over and over and over again. There was a possession late in the game there uh, where they loaded to De'Aaron Fox in the left corner, and you saw Cove dig in ever so slightly, just a step too far, but a step too far in the NBA is what beats you. Uh, ended up turning into a three. I believe it was Halliburton and actually not Barnes in that possession. But it was the slightest little bit of growth. It was like, oh, look at that. Everybody was kind of on a string because you saw Rocco trying to take away that cross-court corner pass that just murdered them. Uh, in the preseason when they were trying to not overcommit. And that was like, oh, okay, I see a little bit there. But it took four quarters to get to that one play where it was like, oh, okay, because they were getting they were getting cooked on straight-line drives. They were, yeah. the, the same point-of-attack issues were still propping up. Nurk was still grabbing guys, you know. Um, Cove was over-rotating because he didn't trust anybody at the point-of-attack. It was just – and, again, it's going to be a process, but I think both of us are looking at our leavits right now going – yeah, I'd like to leave that behind. Uh, I, I kind of did an impromptu poll on Twitter, and thank you, everybody who responded. This one, I got a lot of responses. I said, I'm not going to say this is gonna, going to continue more of taking the temperature. How many games are you, the collective you, going to be okay with things looking like this and gestures at this game in general? How patient are you willing to be? I'm just going to kind of read a couple of these off, Brandon. Tell me if, you, if you're kind of... In between here, Kyle Nishida, shout out Nishida. I said 20 games for the defensive issue because 10 is unreasonable, but only five games for the offensive. They spent all offseason saying the offense was better than fine. I think that's pretty darn Chauncey, good. Chauncey, I just made a spoof thing, and I went through old clips. Chauncey, at the press conferences, he thought he could make this offense even better than what they were last year. Yeah, that's... I don't know how you get better than what they were last year offensively. I mean, they, but, te- they uh, technically get, can get one one spot better than what they well, were over. I guess we'll have to wait on that. Cause it took, we didn't see a lot of that today. Um, 
We love our ducks and blazers. I like watching a different schematic, even if we're losing. That sounds that sounds wretched and painful. Sounds I'm sorry. Kind of depressing, yeah. Uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. This is going to be a long season. Uh, we're going to be so bad. The three-point shooting is bizarre. Um, <laughs> 10 to 15 games. Um, considering the team has only gotten worse, I'm not sure what to expect. Shout out Ian Carmel, the uh, patron saint of our podcast. 60 to 70 years, um, which is what he put out. And I think we've, we we may have lost Sprague. He's frozen solid here. No, there he is. He's back and he's laughing. Um not sure, but still looks like they're struggling right. a bit defending the three. These, these, these tweets are great. Oh, it's just um, Billups is given two years at minimum, so it can't be any lower than that. Uh, however long it takes until we trade CJ for Ben Simmons. And by the way, <laughs> by the way, I did not take this impromptu poll at the end of the game. This was like third quarter when they were making their run, kind of getting back into things, and the second unit came in. You saw a little bit of life. Um so, yeah, I always think around game 25, you have a pretty good idea of what kind of team you're going to look like. Uh, my fandom was born in 2005. I'll be fine. Uh, 15 games, uh, about 19 minutes of game time. Show me something. Eight games with things looking exactly like this. Then just a gif of the dumpster fire floating down the river. Um what record would you have to be to obtain 500 at the 15 game mark? Um, yeah. So just, uh, I give them 10 to 12 games. So it seems to be the, the, the common thread here is 10 to 20, give or take, or burn it all now, set it on fire. Please God. No. Uh, well, your tenants, I, I spoke, that into existence today and that's a different topic for a different day um you know i'm gonna stick with our original i know my internet keeps cutting out i'm so sorry about this um i'm gonna stick with the original opinion on this i'm gonna say 20 games yeah and here's the thing the worry about going to 20 to 25 to even 30 go look at that schedule that is a really, really tough schedule for them. And the first if, 30 if you're games struggling are, with the are Kings brutal. are brutal. And if you're struggling with the Kings, you know, I can I just highlight that it, nobody wanted to say this, but how odd and weird was it that the star franchise player had to take the microphone to say, we're not going to be perfect? Yeah, you notice that to start the game, huh? <laughs> That was the that was the pregame message. Welcome back. We're not going to be perfect. What what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah. So you and I talked about this a ton, kind of leading up to the the last preseason game of how messaging was. Hey, no, we're we're getting by and we're getting by and things are are it's just it's okay it's okay. And then the last five days we got the full court press of it's going to be a hot minute, guys. Um, well, I I think it's going to be a hot minute. And that is, I am not condemning this team. If, if you've, anybody who's heard me before, yes, I'm having a little bit of a laugh right now because of how much the team oversold this stuff. And this is why, like, part of the Olshay stuff and why he has driven me so crazy for so many years is that they just don't know when to stop. But I'm still going to give them time. There's good things that happen tonight. The bench unit guys look good. The bench looks like it could be capable. Like legitimately looks like it has the makings of guys that if Ant is a 12 and 4, 12 and 5 guy, Nasir Little is a as a dyed in the wool hustle guy. 
Cody Zeller is a competent defender who can come in and give you energy, give you physicality, set some hard screens. Uh, I'm a Larry Dance Jr. guy, and I think he's going to be better. I was a little disappointed in him he, tonight. He looked bad game. he looked like he was on a different song. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the way I want to put it. Like he was, tr- I think he was he's trying too hard to blend in as opposed to just being himself and stepping on some toes. I'd rather him do that. I think in, in overall. Man, the the starting lineup sucked outside of CJ as far as, like, they just... Cove and Norm just weren't that impactful. Nurk didn't do a damn thing until the fourth quarter. Dame couldn't hit a shot, and sloppy, sloppy play just marred the whole first half. And now you get Phoenix Saturday, who just lost at home, and how pissed and they, they, they struggled, be. too. They I, I had that going on the other did. screen. And so they did, did I. They did not look great. Uh, no, I, but Den- <laughs> Denver's good. I, I told that to Sam, yeah. uh, your, your friend Sam. Uh, Esfendiari, yep. Esfendiari. I said, Denver's a sneaky pick to win the West. They yeah. look really good tonight. Yeah, so I think, again, it's 81 more games. They are just right. 0-1. I, this, again, this, isn't, this is me saying, listen, but, I – But Danny, it's the king. I think that's that's the thing yep. that's sticking with people. It's 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 not. We're not talking about the Milwaukee. You lost to the Kings. I I got a friend that yep. works in San Francisco and he covers the Warriors for a radio station. He tweeted after this game, hot take: the Kings could be a playing tournament team. And I thought, Jesus, Blazers just lost to this opinion. This is where we're at in year seven. Like that. I'm not. I'm not saying. Grand conclusions from the game. I'm just saying, I get why people are frustrated. Yeah. You lost, and you lost, and you were down by double digits to the Sacramento Kings for most of the night. Yeah, they, they made it closer than it was for, for three and a half quarters. And that's the thing is, there's there's certainly offensive talent on this team. There's no doubt about that. So yep. th- they'll figure that part of it out. Uh, we're going to go ahead and keep these at right about 30 minutes, guys. Uh, we'll get Brandon's internet fixed, and I'll get my tech issues that we had the pregame show sorted out for the Phoenix game. And, uh, again, if thank you all so, so, so very much uh, for hanging out. We'll have more and more and more. I've got pre- and post-game guests lined up for most of the season already. So, um, please, come by, hang out. If you haven't already, if you're watching right now on YouTube, Click on the YouTube subscribe button. Subscribe to the channel. We'd love to have you here. We'll have a ton of stuff coming. I've actually got something in the works right now that I think people have already asked for with kind of a Manning cast. Uh, I've got something in the works that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. So um, please subscribe here. Look up uh, the podcast. Jack Ramsey is available wherever you get podcasts. Uh, We'll get Brandon out here because he's got to be up in like three hours uh, (laughs) to go talk about this disaster piece of a game. Uh, and do it all over again. So thank you guys all so, so, so very much. For Brandon, I'm Danny. We'll catch you guys on Saturday for the the Phoenix Suns. Actually, we'll catch you guys tomorrow for the live show uh, where we'll dive a little bit deeper into this game uh, and look ahead to Phoenix and kind of figure it out from there. Thank you.